0: Welcome to D-Bronx Podcast, uh, your fan-based news and analysis for the Denver Broncos. Uh, We do not pretend to be or try to be experts. We're fans just like you, listeners. Um, And uh, we are often annoyed with some of the quote-unquote expert uh, thoughts on the Broncos. Or, you know. Uh, My name is Austin. I'm joined here with Ian. Good evening. Uh, Good evening. Uh, Kevin is not with us tonight. Um, But we do got a shout out to Kevin as a new father to little Lucas. Little Lucas Calvin Etheridge uh, shares a middle name with yours truly. My middle name is Calvin. Um, Just had a little baby boy on November 11th. Um, so just kind of doing days ago? his fatherly duties would say that again' it that eight days ago, right? yeah, nah yeah, eight days ago, yep, so mm-hmm. just over a week old at this point. um, so congratulations to them, he, his wife Patty, and <coughs> Lucas, of course, um, but he is not with us today. We actually it's kind of funny. This is going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast. Uh, we actually recorded a podcast a couple of days ago, and the audio got corrupted and lost. So that is unfortunate. So here we are, just Ian and myself, um, coming at you quick takes kind of from this, uh, I guess for lack of a better term, kind of a devastating loss against the Oakland Raiders. Um, I guess the Las Vegas Raiders now, nah, still getting still getting used to saying that. This was the first game. Yeah. Broncos have played in Vegas uh, to against the Las Vegas Raiders, and it was it was ugly. It was I mean it was we got blown out thirty seven to twelve, and the score seems like it was closer than the actual game was. Um, just a nightmare of a game, uh, all around all three phases, other than Brandon McManus, <laughs> my dude doing his thing, uh, Ian. What are what are some of your what what are some of your kind of quick takes from from this game against the Raiders? Uh, bad offensive line
1: play. Uh, Lloyd Cushenberry doesn't look like he knows what he's doing, and I thought he looked fairly good at the beginning of the season, but it seems like he's regressed a little bit. Kevin kind of toy, uh, kind of coined the term is now his name is now Lloyd Pushenberry.
0: Pushenberry, Pushenberry,
1: because once <laughs> oh, he hikes the ball, he's immediately pushed back <laughs> three to four yards into either a running back or the quarterback. Immediately, so it's not like you know, Drew Locke doesn't have a lot of time. Neither does Philip Lindsay. Neither does Melvin Gordon. Um, I think the ins- the interior of the line is is garbage this year. Uh, Dalton Reisner is is regressed and. Uh, Graham Glasgow has been mediocre at best. Our, our two not players. the
0: top guard. Go- like like he's, he was the top guard on the market.
1: Yeah, not forty four million dollars.
0: Yeah, he I, was. But, I'll give him twenty four. Man, it's weird though because he was very good for Detroit. Very good. I know. For Detroit coaching uh, but, and coaching ain't great well, over Well, Mike Munchak's good. Good coach. Yeah, exactly is. So, uh, um, our.
1: Our bright spots, well, it was DeMar Dotson and uh, the often trashed Garrett Bowles, who who's turned his career around, even though he had that, uh, that that penalty during the game. Still, you know, he's not leading the league in penalties, and he's no. the highest-rated uh, left tackle in the game right now per football, or was it football focus? Pro football focus, yeah. Pro football focus, which, yeah, they're, they're hit and miss sometimes. But, um... Uh, other than that, Drew Locke looked it was the worst game he played. And uh you know, he's gotta check down, he's gotta do his reads, uh coaching's gotta be better. It just looked like it looked like a J V team playing against an actual pro football team. Uh better coach and John Gruden. Um they don't even have better position players than we do, other than maybe, you know, Josh what's his name? Josh um Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, that's right.
0: And I'm not uh, entirely convinced that he's because no, he's
1: he's had team. he's had some off games too. Um yeah. I don't know. I mean what Derek Hard just looks good. He looks uh, like fixed, I guess, since Gruden got there. It's a hard team to beat now. They're not actually as bad as we thought they were. They're actually a pretty good football team. So they have we a good have
0: to, offensive line. We yeah,
1: exactly. They got a good offensive line. So we gotta def, we definitely gotta fix like we start locked the rest of the year, which he might not start this week, but who knows? Uh but we got to see what we got and at this point right now it's almost a crapshoot. It could go either way. It can, he could go even further down the rabbit hole or pick himself up and turn into the quarterback we thought he was going to be. But as of right mm-hmm. now he's not what we want. At this moment he's not
0: the dude. No he's not. Um Yeah, Oakland. Dang, Oakland. I keep saying Oakland. Las Vegas got a great offensive line. That's kind of where and 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 you know, football as most people know, anyone who knows football knows football is largely won and lost in the trenches. As much as the skill position players get much of the hype and recognition, the trenches mm-hmm. is where the games are uh, won and lost the most. Yeah, so they do have a good offensive line, and our offensive line has uh, has not been good for the most part. We were down to our what fifth string right tackle, um, Anderson, Calvin right? Anderson, starting yeah. at right tackle. Um, so he didn't look good. Um, no. but it's kind of to be expected with a fifth string right tackle who has had no time with, with the ones who's had no time with, to get chemistry with his, uh, counterparts and stuff on the offense. So he didn't look good, but that's kind of hard to blame him. Um, the offensive line in the interior has struggled. Cushionberry is pushing berry, That is for sure. And bulls looks good. Most of the time, uh, yeah, he does. vast vast majority of the time, um, mm-hmm. but certainly can't make up for the rest of the the woes. Um, in addition, Locke, as you were stating, is is regressing. He is He is regressing, but the problem is he's not regressing from good; he's regressing from mediocre to bad. To now, he is. The worst starting quarterback in the NFL. He has, I think, was it ten interceptions? Ten interceptions. Yep. In, I don't not a lot of games. because ah, uh, he, he missed two. He missed two full games and only played what? One quarter of the Steelers a, game. A series and a half of the Steelers game. Steelers game, yeah. Um, and he's got and he's got ten interceptions. Uh, which twelve interceptions is. Carson Wentz, who leads the league, so uh, it's it's just not looking good. Uh, Locke oh leads or leads the league in interceptions per pass attempt, um, so he's throwing them at a higher rate than anyone. And again, it, when I say he he's regressing from mediocre, it's it's that the only time we've seen him play really really well, he played really really well against Houston last year. And he played really well in the fourth quarter of the Chargers game. So he's got five good quarters in 12 games. Like where you can actually say that that was like legitimately very good, potentially great quarterback play. Uh, He's only got five quarters of that in his 12 games. 12 games is young. He's young. We can't try to pretend like he's done. Uh, But we're not not seeing it. We're not seeing anything. I I am – and i've told you off the air i am personally at the point where i would be very surprised if he becomes the franchise quarterback that we uh, all hoped he would be now again to your you know just like you said I, I think he should continue starting for the rest of the year right i don't think that we should bail on it currently at this moment um but i but i would be surprised if he ended up being the quarterback that we uh, that we thought he was going to be that we hoped that he was going to be but and and for the uh, the reason is, is
1: i mean we're in such a, a micro we a microwave league now where we don't even give a, <laughs> the chance to for a kid to develop We're like ah, oh, all right if you're not mahomes or herbert got to go let's go down you know it's a what's uh tank for uh last year was tank for tua this year it's tank for trevor lawrence or justin fields or yeah, the, whoever ends or up Trey yeah. lance from uh, uh what do you call it? Uh, North Dakota State, where Wentz mm-hmm. came from, um, which I, I, I hope. I mean, I kind of. He's not the guy right now, but I do want him to kind of develop. Like, I'd like the team to have like a whole off season with everybody together,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then at the end of the 2021 season, if like you're like, all right, this is just trash, you blow it up. But when you blow it up, you don't blow it up players wise to start
0: off. You play. You 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 go for the top. Yeah, the top down. Start from the top because Elway, As much as we all love him as a quarterback, beloved, he just doesn't. Uh, I, just, I, if if you if, if you ever listen to this podcast, uh, we've talked about the myriad bad decisions he's made as a as a GM. Um, whether it's you know the the common overvaluing other people's players, undervaluing his own players, uh which is evidenced by signing Melvin Gordon to a huge contract and pushing Phil Lindsay almost entirely out of the offense. Uh, literally uh, out the year. door. And quarterback uh, I,
1: and quarterback evaluation.
0: Yeah. Quarterback evaluation has has and and I'm I'm the guy uh who I'm I'm just so done seeing the the raw talent with a big arm. Like if I have if I if we draft another raw talent with a big arm, I'm gonna lose it. Yeah, I I'm gonna lose it. Exactly. I draft a guy who can read a defense. Exactly. I don't want to hear. I've arm never. Arm talent
1: is off the chain. Arm talent's off the chain. He's got all. He's got all the, all the weapons. He's got all the things you can do. But he's a project. If I hear project one more time,
0: because I mean. Every, they, Every year. Every quarterback in the NFL can make all the throws. You don't make it to the NFL if you can't throw an out route. Like, this is (laughs) – like, let's not be ridiculous. I hate – oh, he can make all the throws. Well, duh, he's an NFL quarterback. A a third-string NFL quarterback can make all the throws. The difference is in the mental side. He's mentally deficient as of this point. As of this point. Again, a Mm -hmm. lot of this stuff, you know – different quarterbacks develop differently. Mm-hmm. So I'm so when I say I, it sounds really really harsh to say mentally deficient. Uh I don't mean that he's an unintelligent person, just that the deficiencies he has right now in his game are the mental side, not the yeah. physical side. And yep. uh and that is reading the defense, uh reacting to the defense, making adjustments, uh those kind of things. He's got intangibles, he's a leader. Um mm-hmm. He does have the natural ability to lead and uh, has swagger. I don't know if I'm a fan of his dancing, but he does have swagger. Um, and so he's got those things going for him as well, as well as the physical tools. But he cannot read a defense from what we've seen to this point. He can attack a prevent defense, but you and I could attack, attack a prevent, prevent defense. Yeah. So that doesn't say much to sh- for him to put up garbage time stats against bad teams, bad uh, pass defenses. Um, I I want to see a guy I, I don't know if I've ever seen him make a pre-snap adjustment. Nope. I was it one the time? Defense. Maybe one time. I you know, I I might I might be exaggerating when I say never, but I mean, it is the fewest and far betweenest thing I've ever, you know, referenced in my life. I like guys who know how to read the defense. He may guys may not have the strongest arm on the planet. I mean, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. <laughs> when we got him in 2012, his arm his arm was already at that point, with you know neck surgeries and all. At yeah. that point, his arm strength was was lacking. But obviously, Peyton Manning's a higher bar uh, than we want to spend fe- too much time talking he's about. A fe- That's he's a field general. I mean, the guy couldn't yeah, even throw a spiral. He knew what. He he knew how to make pre-snap checks, get them into the right offense, or make the hot reads, hot router, receiver, whatever the case is, get the ball quick if you see the a slide your protection, uh, if you see an extra blitzer, all those kind of things. Like that's that's where the great quarterbacks are made. Exactly. Is their ability to read a defense both pre and post snap. And, and often, I mean, not only do we not see him make pre-snap reads, but we see him after the snap. He looks at one guy, and if he's not covered, he starts running, and he starts scrambling, and he starts panicking. Um, and oftentimes, our offensive line is bad, but oftentimes he makes it much worse in the sense that he runs into pressure, runs from a clean pocket into pressure. Because they or can't block refuses, for five seconds. Or refuses to step up in the pocket. He'll drift off and throw off his back foot instead of stepping up in the pocket. Offensive tackles are taught to they're taught to uh guide the the edge rushers around the pocket so that your quarterback can step up in the pocket. It's not a great wall of China where it's just <laughs> a solid line in front of you. The mm-hmm. offensive tackles, when the edge rushers come trying to trying to you know come from the sides, come from the edges, they offensive tackles are taught to guide them around the quarterback. Quarterback steps up, delivers the ball where it needs to be. And I right. he doesn't do that. He just throws off his back foot and just keeps going backward. Yeah, or um, if he ru- if
1: he scrambles, he scrambles right into somebody that's
0: on the edge. Yeah, just scrambles right into a guy who's <laughs> a lot of times already <laughs> blocked, and he'll just run into. him. No, I mean, I was gonna say we're being hard on him, but we're honestly we're being honest. Not and it's again we, both you and I, and I know Kevin is the same way in this. I can speak for him on this. We all want him to. See, we all want to see him start the rest of the year. I want to see him succeed too. Yeah, and we all. Oh gosh, we all want to see him succeed. I don't want to go to the next I don't want to go into the draft next year looking for a quarterback. Yeah. So so we are all of. Of the hope that he gets this figured out, but <laughs> but it's not. We're not seeing it. We're just not yeah, seeing it's, it. You it's know? Not, it's,
1: Yeah, we're not seeing any progression. We're it's, it's not something we can just look at and be like, all right. Well, he made a stride there. Yeah, they might have lost, but y'all, he looked really good in the first and second third quarters, and you know, defense did something wrong or uh, threw one one pick, not four, but one. Mm-hmm. You know things you could kind of hang your hat on, because I mean, we're we're all even though they still say we're in the hunt, they're full of crap. Um, no, the Broncos yeah. are a bad team. Yeah, it's just overall just a bad team. I mean, from I'm literally from Joe Ellis down to the practice squad.
0: Yeah, it's not it's not bad. necessarily a, a team that's void of talent. It's a team that a team a good team is not, not all leadership. The ta- it's not always the most talented team. It's the team that puts it together. You know, not just individual talent. It's a team that puts it together uh, and coerces together and, you know, those kind of things. And and we're a bad team. Now, this is, we're we're, we're talking a lot about Locke and rightfully so, but it's not all on him. Pat Shermer uh, has been terrible in play calling. I mean, his his ineptitude in play calling has been unreal. It's like colored by Uh, numbers with that guy. I mean, he literally, I mean, it's almost every single drive is throw on first down and then run two yards on second down and then fail on third down. Like it's, you know, running passing the ball on first down is supposed to be a, a, a change of pace. It's supposed to be a situation where <clears throat> if you throw it on first down, the defense is kind of on their toes because it's not an obvious passing down. Right. But for the Broncos, it is an obvious passing down. Yeah. They throw it on first and ten almost every time, and it's and here here here's a stat. Here's a stat. Um, you, this and this is not not a good stat by any stretch. Um, Locke had forty seven pass attempts in this game. Right. Phillip Lindsay had four carries for two yards. The game was ten to six at halftime. And thirteen to six until late in the third quarter. This game was never out of reach when running the ball. In 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 a sense, where running the ball should have been abandoned, like we were within a score for most of three quarters. Mm-hmm. And they sad. just don't use their best player. Phil Lindsey is their best offensive player. Bar none, he is the spark. He has passion. When he gets fired up, the team gets fired up. Like, mm-hmm. and you're just refute. And this is this is going back to Elway, in my opinion. I think he just doesn't want to pay him. He doesn't like being wrong. He's he wants to justify his trash Melvin Gordon signing. <laughs> and here here's the thing, Ian, <coughs> you texted me during this game, and you and it, said Melvin Gordon looks good. Oh, well, you were mad, and it it pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> and not you're not mad be- bro not because i'm not by no means am i pissed at melvin gordon looking competent it's i was mad that melvin gordon averaging four yards a carry. we're so used to melvin gordon averaging like three or 3.3 yards that when he averages four yards per carry in a game we're like dang melvin gordon looks good that's not an eight million dollar a year running back yeah, he basically went from hot trash to just regular trash. He four yards a carry is league average, everyone. That's yeah, league know. average. And when we see Melvin Gordon do league average, we're like, "Dang, he looks good." We're trying to we're Meanwhile, trying to, we're trying your to justify that back. back Phil Lindsay, <laughs> prior to the four carries he had in this game was averaging 5.8 yards per carry on the year. 5.8, second only to Dalvin Cook of the Val- of the Vikings who mm-hmm. is who is one of the top f- 5 MVP candidates right now. Right. We're not using our best player. No, we're and not. And it's detriment to the whole team. You no know, way with that whole thing. You he, he can't pu- you're be pushing wrong. Pushing Phil Lindsay out of Denver. Den Phil Lindsay should want to get out of Denver because of the way they treat him. I mean, Bar Bar Peyton Manning, even though he wasn't a homegrown guy,
1: I haven't seen Broncos country passionate about a
0: guy like Philip Lindsay since Tim Tebow. Yeah. Agreed, agreed, and and and, and rightfully so. I mean, he comes in the league. And what did Elway do? Two, two Pro Bowl seasons immediately, 2,000-yard seasons immediately. He's got more Pro Bowls in his first two years then Melvin Gordon has his whole, whole career. He's only got one, doesn't he? He's only got one. Yeah. But who got the contract? The guy with the bigger name. That's because Elway values everyone else's players more than his own. It's been a theme. We signed Juwan James to, at the time, the biggest tackle contract in NFL history. Are he, you kidding? He's like a... Always like a cheating husband. He's like... <laughs> Oh, I love no. my wife.
1: Where's this going? I love my wife, but she's hotter. I want her, and not knowing anything about her, I want her. I'm gonna ditch this for that. But what you had right in front of you was better than what you try to get.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, quite the analogy there. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I read, I read what you're trying to put down. Right. Yeah,
1: I think you read between the lines on that one.
0: Yeah, I read what you're trying, and the point, point <laughs> taken, point made. And it's true. I I agree with you. And you're push- And it's Simmons, Justin Simmons, one of the best safeties in the league. He's he's going to be gone. Yeah, I know. He's either going to be signed somewhere else who values him, uh, or he's going to be franchise tagged and then he's going to hold out. I mean, that's uh, that's my yeah. expectation. That's yeah. my expectation. And Philip Lindsay should want to leave. He's a restricted free agent, so it's not as easy for him to do so. Um, I think he'll be he there should, next year, but he should want to leave. And obviously, I hope that he doesn't. He's he's our best. Offensive they got, I mean, player. literally,
1: if they want if they want to look at at a model of how to run a team, Denver Broncos. Do you want to look at your own division division rivals in the Kansas City Chiefs? Mm-hmm. That is how you run a franchise. They had like twenty-eight bucks left, and somehow signed Patrick Mahomes, the richest contract in sports history. Signed, uh, what's his name on the off the defensive line? What's his name?
0: Uh, I don't know. Ah, Jones. It's a name no. that we would know, Chris Jones. Right. Yeah, Chris Jones. Uh, signed him. Signed.
1: Gave another lucrative contract to Travis Kelsey. So signed. They're three main, one main dude off the defense, two main dudes off the offense. They know who and, their best players and are, in they sign them. And literally couldn't even rub two pennies together, but somehow, whoever works in the front office should be rewarded with a a lengthy contract for themselves.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I I agree, I agree. And 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 I, I we kind of got off on a tangent here. We was talking about the offense, Pat Shermer. Now, he, he has been, in the past, he was rated AP Assistant Coach of the Year as an offensive coordinator in the past. He has history of being a good offensive coordinator. Maybe not a good head coach, but he has history of being a good offensive coordinator. So I don't know what he is doing this year because his two pro bowlers that are left on the team are both in the backfield, and he's throwing the ball 47 times with Drew Locke in a game that was within one score through most of three quarters. Yeah, it's just unreal. You can, and you can't expect like you. The run game is something you stick with. You stick with it, and you you grind it out, and you wear down the defense. You don't bail on the running game because you are not getting seven yards every time you carry it. Yeah, you 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 run the ball to open up the passing game, and yet he's trying to do the opposite, and it's failing miserably. <laughs> It's ridiculous. And he's not adjusting. Not changing anything. He's no, not adjusting. He's like a stubborn He's like, this is child. my offense. It's a stubborn yeah. child. Um Well, guess what? Your offense isn't working, bud. Yeah, so 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 to the point, Locke is not the whole issue. And we're not gonna try and make it make the point that he is the whole issue. He's not it's collective. the whole issue. But he is an issue. He is a liability. He is a detriment. He has been playing like a detriment to the team. Mm-hmm. Um and uh you know I I I was I was reading this you, you and I've already talked talked about this at one point Ian um but I I wanted to do it on the air there's uh Drew Lock has a 66.5 passer rating so far this season Yeah Here are the quarterbacks all the quarterbacks since 2000 since the year 2000 Oh this is bad who had a passer rating below 70 in their second pro season Minimum two hundred (laughs) attempts. Brody Croyle, this is this is Drew Locke's company right now. Brody (laughs) Croyle, David Carr, love the guy as a person, but absolute bust of a quarterback. Oh, terrible team. John Skelton, Cade McNown, (laughs) J.P. Lossman. Oh, Bills, love him. Joey Harrington, Kellen Clemens, and Ackleel Smith. What that's,
1: a, that's an illustrious group.
0: <laughs> that is <laughs> and then Drew Locke. <laughs> and then Drew Locke. This offense okay. Here's another thing. Kind of highlights how bad this offense is. Las Vegas Raiders had a total of five takeaways yep. through eight games. Yep. Now, they played one game against the Broncos. They now, now have 10. ten takeaways. They doubled their eight game. They doubled their total for an, a half a season just by playing the Broncos.
1: <laughs> it's ridiculous.
0: Ta- let's, let's take this further. Let's take this a little bit further. It's ridiculous. Take this a little bit further. Okay. The five turnover turnovers, The Denver's most in 50 games. They have not had first half touchdowns for the fourth time in the last five games. Ugh, it's gross. Thirty plus they've allowed thirty plus points for four straight games. That's never that hasn't happened since sixty eight, by the way. That's nineteen sixty eight. Yeah, is the yeah. last time that we've given up four straight games of thirty plus points. Crazy. I. I'm at a loss with this team. They're my team, I'm sticking with them. Oh, but I am at a loss of just how bad this team has gotten. And I'm sorry. It starts with the top. I am so so this week we are playing the Miami Dolphins. Eww. A good Miami Dolphins team. A and they're not good events. because they have they're not good because they have the best talent in the league. We are probably a more talented team overall. We, they have Tua. Tua's obviously we have better skill positions.
1: They yeah. have a better defense
0: and a better coach. And okay, so this game against the Dolphins is—it's kind of a toss-up to this point whether Drew Locke is even going to play. He's got. Muscle strain, bruised muscles nears ribs. It's not he was he was issue. limited practice today. Practice so, today. Yeah. This is Thursday. We were recording. Um, I hate to say this because I just said and I still I still stand by this. Locke should start the rest of the year, but I I think we have a better chance if Brett Ripon starts this game. Oh, with the hard facts. Biggest reason is because he can read a defense. I know, and then if he if he
1: wins this game against a top tier defense, he wins this game. Tier defense. We have quarterback controversy.
0: (laughs) We do, and then
1: Colin Cowherd going to talk about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Colin Cowherd. Um. That that I mean, it's true because. In his first start in his NFL career, you saw Brett Rippon. And and here's the thing. Brett Rippon didn't light the world on fire. And I'm not saying he's the future of our franchise. I still think Locke has the opportunity to beat it and should start the rest of the season. Even if I would be surprised by what I've seen, I would be surprised if he pulled it off. Um, But Brett Rippon, in his first start, we saw him making pre-snap reads, pre-snap adjustments, noticing when the blitz was coming. Shifting his protection, making hot routes to his receivers, getting the ball out quick, these are all things that Drew Locke doesn't do. Drew Locke has regressed to Jeff Driscoll. The way Jeff Driscoll played when Drew Locke went down, that's what Drew Locke looks like now. And it's it's baffling to me. I don't even have a like um I don't have an explanation.
1: I really don't either, because, I mean, when we did see Brett Rippon, he looked good. Yeah, he had the three picks. One of those picks shouldn't have been a pick. He just should just either ran yeah. it out of bounds or just literally underhanded it to
0: somebody on the sideline. It was the two that were basically back-to-back in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he looked good like, the entire on, game, except for, like, a two- or three-pass stretch.
1: And when we say we're not, like, you know, experts, but we've watched a whole lot more of Brett Rippon then we have mm. Drew Locke. We didn't watch Missouri football. We're Boise State We're fans. Boise State. We we stay Broncos.
0: We stay Broncos even in college. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're from you Idaho. You would too if you were actually We're for, for Broncos, we're from
1: Idaho, too. so. You know, <laughs> I'm we're from Idaho and we you know, we we were rooting for Calvin Moore. Yeah, look at him now. But then mm-hmm. you got Brett Rippin so and when he got signed to the Broncos, I I was really
0: excited. And he got signed for like a very it was like I might have been a record undrafted contract. Uh, yeah. record for guaranteed money for an undrafted I, I i don't please don't quote me on that but it was some it was it was some very high number for a undrafted rookie um so clearly they thought something of him and you know so did we you know uh yeah. he's he's one of those guys who's intellectually he knows he knows everything football he knows where a play is going to be he can recognize defenses both pre and post snap uh he doesn't have uh, the strongest arm He doesn't have The most mobility Not to say he's immobile But he doesn't have not The most athletic, mobility yeah. doesn't have the. Yeah, He's kind of You know Not a big build You know So uh, So there's Six You two. know Those were the, Those were the knocks Against him Coming out of college um, Like I said His if, intellect if, His football IQ is, is off the charts If you If
1: you, if you do a face off But with your brain And you put His brain In the lock's head With lock's You know with his arm talent, you know, his escapability, his athleticism, you just combine the two. You got a that, franchise quarterback. That's a franchise quarterback right there. And what we're hoping is that even though I feel, they're I almost they're feel like Brett rookies,
0: should be coaching Locke. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, don't. I mean, yeah, go. Yeah, I, I love it when, when Locke goes and talks to Peyton Manning and talks to John know he if he's got and that st- dude, he's he needs to be stay on the phone he needs to be pestering to like you know pate man's like if you don't if you don't leave me alone um but yeah but look at the guy that's sitting right behind you pick his brain yeah the dude is off the pick, charts as football Rip his, like his brain. Yeah. it yeah. runs in his family
0: mm-hmm.
1: his his uncle is a super bowl bowl winning quarterback super bowl mvp Yes, sir. Reds. MVP. Oh, can't say the Skins, huh? Well, no, because
0: at the time they were the Redskins. Yeah, they were the Skins. Skin. Um, no, I don't care anyways. Yeah, we're not going to say, oh, yeah, he won with Washington football team. No, Um he won with the No, skins. he didn't. He won with the Redskins. Yep. Um, anyways. This game against the Dolphins. We got to wrap up here. Yeah. But this game against the Dolphins is... Scary. Yeah. I don't expect us to win. Their defense is is ridiculous. Their secondary is Tua at. is Tua is efficient as all get out. The that's the thing. That's that's what a rookie quarterback should be doing. Make your reads, go through your progressions, find the open man, throw it to him. Don't lose the game. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to try and do everything on every play. No. Just okay, these are my reads. Okay, that's Go through your reads. I'm saying it's like as if I'm an NFL quarterback. I I would fail miserably at this. But if you're an NFL quarterback, you should be able to, hey, simplify it. Make your reads. Get it to the open guy. Yeah. And that's what Tua is doing. He's doing a very good job of that. Mm -hmm. Not lighting the world on fire statistically, but he's doing what he needs to do to stay efficient and stay within the offense. Winning Um, games. Winning games. So, He's doing what he needs to do. They're not turning the ball over, and their defense is great. Their special teams is great. Mm-hmm. they just got all three phases, so I, I don't expect us to win this game. I, I, I did say, I think Brett Ripon, unfortunately, gives us a better chance to win the game. Um, yeah, I just because I don't know
1: what it what it proves if you if you if you if. Drew Locke's still beat up. Like, if his ribs still hurt as bad as it looked like on Sunday, and then he didn't practice Wednesday. Yeah, very little practice. Why would you march him back out there? Let him heal up. You got a guy in Brett Rippon who you know he's played one game and he won the thing. Mm -hmm. So, let, you know. slowly.
0: Jets, to be fair. Yeah, it's it's the Jets, but, you know, you don't want to. Jets aren't a, at least at the time, they're not a terrible Defense, it's just a terrible team collectively. Exactly,
1: but you don't want to just sit there and be like, "All right, we're gonna hammer, we're gonna hammer Locke right into the ground." Like he's already like, "Uh, you know, my ribs hurt." You need your upper body to throw the ball effectively. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like I would. I mean, honestly, I if I were a coach for the Denver Broncos, I would sit him for a week, let those ribs heal up a little bit, because you're. I mean. You're, it's not going to get any better if he's still sore. It's yeah. not going to get any better.
0: It's 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 very unlikely, especially if they keep coming into the, every game with the exact same offensive game plan that's been failing. Yeah, and, and Adam Schefter said it too. He goes, "If he's still injured, why why march him out there? Why?" It's and it's true. I yeah. I I I couldn't agree with that more. Uh, in any case, feed Phil. Feed. I don't Phil. care who's playing. Court, Hashtag like Feed Phil. Feed Phil. Feed Phil. Phillip Lindsay needs to run the ball. You cannot eject your best player from from your offense. I want. I it's want him just, to I want twenty five carries. I want twenty five carries.
1: 25 if if carries. he
0: gets fifteen carries, this team probably wins the game. Hell, if he gets five carries, because he only had four last week. So, the, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, four carries. Royce Freeman had as many touches. Royce Good. Freeman had as many touches as Phil Lindsay. That yes. is insulting. I'm I sorry. Just, I just got I'm not sick. trying to bag on Royce sick. Freeman, but with what Phil Lindsay has done in his career and what he's done even this year when he has touched the ball, oh, man, that's insulting. Um, this game, game plan-wise, Dolphins, great defense, two elite corners. They have Byron Jones. Yep. Xavier Howard. Yeah, I like that guy. So that means the passing game. So that means first of all, you got to feed Phil. You got to run the ball, run the ball with Philip Lindsay, and utilize Noah Fant <coughs> in the yep. seams. Utilize Melvin Gordon receiver out of the backfield, and utilize KJ Hamler in the slot. Here's Have the to. thing. Have to. Tim Patrick for t- you know how good he's been at times this year, and Jerry Judy as good as he's looked at times. Those are elite corners. They may win some matchups throughout this game, but it's probably unlikely that they're going to consistently win. You gotta you gotta utilize the running backs out of the backfield, the Pro Bowl running backs out of the backfield, utilize mm-hmm. Fant in the seam, and that's that's what, my opinion. It's what you got to do on offense. Screen passes. Let's get a screen pass or draw play every now and again. I haven't seen one all year. We're not slowing down this pass rush by doing five step, uh, uh, drops every yeah, every five play. and seven. Yeah, or or do, uh, do running a play action rollout when yeah. you haven't run the ball in ten plays.
1: Yeah, you can't have a five step and a hitch, dude. You literally yeah. do, stop doing the three wide sets. It doesn't work. Two tight ends, two wide receivers. Come on, man. And play under <laughs> center. On, yeah, dude, that's the whole team. I mean, the, the Broncos should change their name to come on. The Denver, come on, come on man. <laughs> come on, man. Come on, man.
0: That's what it is. I'm so, I'm sorry. This is what Randy we got We got to make a prediction here. <laughs> What's your prediction for this game?
1: Uh, dude. Uh, this game, I'm gonna go. They don't have a firepower offense, so, and they're really hurt at running back. I'm talking about the Dolphins. Um, I'm gonna go twenty-one
0: fourteen Miami. Uh, I am gonna go twenty-seven twenty Miami. I hate predicting the Broncos to lose, but I'm also very it. realistic about my predictions. Yeah. I'm just not uh, dumb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I uh may adjust my prediction a little bit off air if Brett Rippin gets the nod. Mm-hmm. Not That's... to say that I I don't I still don't think I would predict a win a win, excuse me. Uh but I do think that he would have a better chance. <laughs> um, I, at this point especially with the rib injuries I
1: think that him being Yeah, with yeah, all things I considered. Think, yeah.
0: All things considered, uh ability to get the ball out quick against a great defense is also very important. Um Yeah, I, I by the way, I hate Drew Locke is actually uh I think he's rated the worst starting quarterback in the, he got the lowest completion percentage of any quarterback in the NFL. I, I knew uh, any I, I starting knew it was be- quarterback in the NFL. I think it was I knew it was between him and Sam Darnold. Uh Darnold. Sam Darnold has a little bit better completion percentage. Um, I know for sure, but, uh, 2720 is what my prediction is going to be at this point. Anything else you want to add before we, before we close it off? No, I mean, not really just, uh,
1: you know, I hope, you know, when we do our podcast next week, we're not still in a dumpster fire. You yeah, know, was, even
0: if we even if we lose the game, even if we lose the game, I just, just want to see like, progress, man. Just
1: positive things to talk about. I Just want to see
0: progress. I just want to see progress,
1: because you know, I don't know any of these people personally, and I don't like trashing them, but I will. I yeah. will, and like 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 I could suit up and play their position. That's I mean that's the first thing. I mean, you know, Drew Locke said a couple weeks ago. Yeah, oh, you guys are in the media. Oh, you know, he said you guys are in the media because you can't play the game. I was
0: like, oof, oof, oof. oof Anyways, so I don't want to shut it, bud. <laughs> we want we want to thank thank all you listeners for tuning in. Uh, obviously, if yeah. uh, if you like what you hear, uh, like, subscribe, follow, share. If you have other Broncos fans who may want to uh, get away from the classic, you know, ESPN, NFL Network, quote unquote, expert opinions, and just you know, listen to other fans talk about your Broncos. Um, we are here for you uh, we hate we do not want to we do not want to bag on, on the Broncos it's not it's just you know it's just it's not the reality thing. of where the team's at right now and it, and it sucks and uh, you know we have hope that they're, they're going to rebound and, and turn this thing around in the near future but uh, we're just you know we're just we're just talking about what we see and, and you guys are seeing the same thing so uh, from Ian from myself I just want to close out with one good positive note Brandon McManus tied yeah. Matt Prater's franchise record for most 50 yard field goals in a season with six. My dude. Nine games in, he's already tied the record. Love it. He's earning his paycheck. Keep doing what you're doing, Brandon McManus. From Ian, from myself, thank you for listening to the Bronx podcast. We are out. <laughs>